This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, November 5th, 2017. Priceless, God's Priceless Love. Today we begin a new series called Priceless. This morning our focus is on God's priceless love. My name is Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Mighty God, we thank you for today. You are a good, good God. And as we take a look at this scripture found in the Bible, um, help us understand you a little bit more than we did when we came in, who you are and whose we are. We give this time to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And everybody agreed and said, amen. Okay, so they say everything has its price. Uh, That's probably not far from the truth. Um, Anybody here ever seen the show The Price is Right? Yeah. Everything on there seems to have a price, right? That show, uh, yeah, on there, you bring your stuff, junk in, and they price it out, right? Or they come to you. I don't know. I've never really watched it that much. Of course, it might not be the price you wanted or expected or hoped for, but they'll put a price on it, right? So just about everything seems to have a price. The exception to this rule might be something called the Kohinoor Diamond of India. It's the one I gave Carrie for our anniversary, I mean for our... (laughs) (laughs) This diamond was discovered in the first century, and it's currently part of the crown jewels of the United Kingdom. And so it has a weight of 105 carats. B-H-D. What's that stand for? Big honkin' diamond. Big honkin' diamond, that's right. Now, um... The world's diamonds, like some of the largest diamonds, they are valued at, you know, millions of dollars. But this particular uh, diamond is like a billion dollar, but actually it's not for sale. And so it is priceless. Yep. The British, it's part of the British, uh, what do they call it? The, uh, The crown jewel collection. And they aren't getting rid of it. So I'd like to share what priceless means, a definition. Would you say it with me? Something is priceless when it is so precious that its value cannot be determined. When its worth is measured in terms of other than market value. So we so often think of priceless in terms of the high end like this diamond because the value is beyond measure, beyond the, uh, you know, it's off the the scale, so to speak, in terms of price. Then on the other hand, and my guess it would be it's more often, something is priceless because it is so precious, so personally precious, that, that we can't really value it. Someone else might not call it priceless, but, but whoever's it is calls it priceless because They can't measure a market value on it because it's so personally valuable. And these recent floods in the South there, a lot of people lost a lot of priceless things. Now, when the insurance 
adjusters come in and calculate. They, they, they put a price on virtually everything, but uh, other than human life, of course, you can't put a price on that. But on all their stuff, they, they would come in and put a price on. But um, just because they put a price on doesn't mean that it's not priceless to a person or a family. You know, it's those things that, that you often you didn't buy, but they were given, they handed down maybe from a parent, a grandparent, another ancestor, photographs, paintings, jewelry, even cheap jewelry. Again, not because of the, what you could get for it, but because of what it means to you, you know? It's priceless when I see my daughters wearing some of my mom's old jewelry, and my mom had some really good jewelry, but a lot of this is that costume jewelry, you know what I'm talking about, the, the stuff that's, that wasn't real expensive, but it's value. I, I find it priceless because of who they got it from and what she, she means to us. Uh, uh, Carrie's mom's, when we see uh, my mom's paintings in our house, in our kids' house, and Carrie's brother's and sister home, it's like they're priceless because of who my mom was and what she meant to all of us. You know, priceless. Uh, this ring on my finger. Um, it's been so long, I don't even know what we paid for it, but I, I know it wasn't a lot because we didn't have a lot. But it's priceless because of the rep- relationship it represents, because of uh, what it means to me. And, you know, I wouldn't sell this ring for anything, no, because of what it means and what it represents. Priceless. Maybe you have some priceless things in your home. I did bring uh, one of my mom's paintings. Uh, This is probably my favorite and the favorite of all my siblings, but it's in our house. It (laughs) hangs... uh, Trump them, huh? (laughs) Well, you know, you take care of her, you get the best painting, so... First first dibs, you know? Yeah, yeah. But um, this, this... lighthouse that she painted. I remember I was a teenager. I can remember the smells of the oils. I grew up with the easel there and her paints there, and I could just breathe in those oils. But this is the Fenwick Island Lighthouse. And we used to go there in the summertime as a family, so it has so many memories. And this is um, perhaps one of the most precious things to me in in our home. Um, priceless. Those things that may uh, not mean something to other people but have huge personal value because who you got them from or what they mean or the memories that they have, they're priceless. Oh, by the way, I just need to say, someone thought that this says princess. It doesn't. That explains everything. (laughs) It says priceless. Yeah. <laughs> Are you finished? I think so. Uh, I got so off off track on princess that I just uh, Yeah. We're good? We're good. Priceless. Princess. Priceless. Now God's love for us is like that, isn't it? Priceless. On the one hand, like that billion dollar diamond. Whew, priceless because its value is so far beyond anything that we could compare it to, so far beyond anything we could comprehend or have knowledge of. And yet, on the other hand, priceless, like mom's jewelry, like my mom's paintings, 
because of what it means to us from a very personal standpoint, because it can't be replaced because of the hole in our soul that's created when it's not there. King David, he wrote the Psalms in the Bible, and there's a Psalm that we'd like to zero in on today. It's Psalm 36, and it actually begins at verse 5. We're looking at verses 5 through 9. And King David wrote Psalm 36 to express this idea of God's priceless love for each one of us. In fact, this psalm is just what we heard a few moments ago during the offering. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. So I'd like to share this psalm with you right now. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the highest mountains. Your justice like the great deep. You, Lord, preserve both people and animals. How priceless is your unfailing love, O oh God. People take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. As he does throughout the Psalms, David is talking directly to God here, sharing his thoughts and feelings intimately with the creator of the universe. And David's in awe as he begins, expressing the extent of his love, of this love that God has for us, this unconditional agape love that we talk so much about here at Connection. You know, David was a shepherd as a boy. And as a shepherd, he spent many a night out there in the open field, probably laying down his back, looking up, seeing the expanse of that sky and the stars, and wow, can you even imagine? And then, and then later, he was, uh, as king, he, he was a warrior. You know, a lot of the, when you're king, one of your main jobs is to go to battle, lead the troops. And again, as a warrior, he spent many a night out there in the open field looking up at the expanse of the sky. You ever done that? Just laid back on the ground and just looked up. It's awesome, isn't it? In fact, close your eyes now for just a second. Just imagine a summer night. It's not too, too hot. <laughs> but what you're looking at is that expanse of sky and those star after star after star after star. And it just seems to go on and and actually, all you're getting to see is a small, small glimpse of what God has created. Wow. Okay. It's mind-boggling, isn't it, when you think about it? Absolutely mind-boggling. And so I can say, I can picture David as he's writing this psalm, recalling, reaching back into those memories. Memories all the way back to when he was a boy watching those sheep. Back to those you know, when he's out there in the field of battle at night, getting some rest, but looking up at what God had to offer, comparing the expanse of God's love for us to the expanse of what he's looking up at, comparing the greatness of God's faithfulness to the greatness of what he's seeing above him. As is typical of Hebrew poetry, it's interesting, David 
gives us uh, not one image, but two. Often in Hebrew poetry, you get this and then this. Oftentimes, it's like a snapshot. It shows you something, and then it goes deeper. It focuses more. Or it does the opposite. Maybe it shows you the tree and then the forest. You see, it gives you this kind of a comparison. Or sometimes it gives you a comparison than this, and then does a 180 and gives you this. You often see these kind of, this duality in Hebrew poetry, and we see that here with David. Not one image, but two. And the second, in this case, piggybacks on the first, bringing it into closer focus, giving us an alternative that kind of emphasizes what he said at first. God, your love is like the heavens, your faithfulness like the sky. Do you see how he kind of, it's basically the same thing, but he rephrases it to give you a different kind of a, a taste there. Love and faithfulness go hand in hand, and both are beyond our ability to measure, beyond our ability to even imagine how great they are when it comes to God. And then David continues with this poetic duality in the next verse. In this case, two opposite comparisons. We look at your righteousness as like the highest mountains and your justice like the great deep. Oh, how priceless is God's love for us. So on one hand, God's righteousness, like the highest mountains, those mountains that David, uh, David's sheep grazed on. He was familiar with them. The mountains that David uh, saw and maybe tried to climb during those times of battle. God's righteousness, God's perfection in every attribute, every attitude, every behavior, every word is way, way, way up there beyond our reach, beyond our ability to completely comprehend the mountain and then on the other hand we have God's justice is like the deep again beyond measure God's justice justice is a term that's used for what is right or as it should be justice as it should be it's one of God's attributes and it flows from God's holiness Justice and goodness are used synonymously in this, in the Bible. And as God's righteousness is as high as the mountain and his justice is is as deep as the deep, (laughs) it's so far beyond our comprehension. So far beyond. We can appreciate it, but we cannot fully understand it. Hmm. And so what David is saying here is this. He's saying when we add all this up, when we put all this together, when we fully consider all God is, at least to the limited extent that our brain can, can allow, we conclude that God's unfailing love is absolutely priceless. Priceless. This love that God shows, shows to us, constantly, consistently, this agape, unconditional love that we can't do anything to get more of and we can't do anything to get less of. This unfailing love is beyond valuation, beyond uh, uh, limitation, beyond imagination. This love, O Lord, 
is absolutely priceless. It's priceless. So that was verses 5, 6, and 7 of Psalm 36. When we pick up the second half of verse 7, we read where David expresses our response to this priceless love. David shares what priceless love means to us. There are three things that David points out. The first thing is safety and protection. Safety and protection as we take refuge in the shadow of your wings. I love that image of, of the sh being in the shadow of God's wings. Did you ever, when you were a kid, play the shadow game where you're just trying to hop around and stay in the shadow? I often imagine myself when I think about God that I just want to stay in God's shadow. It's a safe place when things around us don't feel all that safe, that the shadow of his wings, that's safe. And then next we see in the next line, they feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights. You see, we get to share in all the things that God has for us when we claim Christ because we receive this mighty, incredible inheritance. It's a great inheritance to be able to be free, our chains are gone, to be able to live the life that God offers each one of us, a life with purpose and a plan, a life where when we're on those mountaintops or in the deep, and I'm not talking about, you know, we're talking about the deep of uh, the great deep, the tough deep, the challenging deep. It's because of God that we can, in fact, um, hold on so tight. It's that priceless love where we get to enjoy the benefit of being the daughter or the son of the Most High God. And so then in the next verse, for with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. You see, God's priceless love allows us to enjoy all that God has to offer us. We don't have to stay in the dark. We're drawn toward the light. God draws us toward him. We're energized by the light. And it's through this priceless love that we are indeed invited to be a part of all God has and all God is to the best of our understanding. God's priceless love. As Carrie said earlier, they put a valuation of about a billion dollars on the Kohenor diamond. It's part of the crown jewels. The queen, we called her. She says it's not for sale. Not going. But it's got a value of a billion. God's love for us, you and me, beyond valuation, beyond measure, beyond anything that we could compare it to. In fact, David tries. You know, we always try to compare thing, God to things so that we can make sense out of it. Like Jesus, throughout the parables, was comparing the kingdom to earthly things to try and give us some semblance of understanding. But no matter what we compare it to, we can't fully do it, can we? 
because it's beyond comparison, it's beyond measure, it's beyond valuation, it's beyond any value that makes sense to us. It's God's love is so great that it absolutely boggles the mind. It, it boggles our ability to make sense of it because it is so far beyond anything that we could possibly compare it to. God ultimately expresses his priceless love for us through the sacrifice of his son, Jesus Christ. And there is nothing that can compare to that. His one and only son for you, for me, for us. We read in John 15, verse 13, Jesus shares with his disciples, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. That's what Jesus did for us, for you. The ultimate sacrifice, priceless love, freely given, beyond measure, beyond logic, beyond anything that makes sense. Don't try to have it make sense if you're logical. This does not make sense. It's just a gift to receive. His one and only son, and Jesus allowed himself to hang on the cross and experience a horrific, agonizing death. And the question becomes, why? Why? Why did Jesus do this? Why did God the Father allow it? And the reason is you. And you. The reason is us. You are priceless. You think about it, it's a, we're pretty blessed that it's priceless because if it had a price tag, we certainly couldn't afford it, could we? <laughs> I don't know about, maybe I won't speak for you, but the price of redeeming love is way beyond my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think any of us have enough in our redemption accounts <laughs> to pay this debt. Thank goodness Jesus paid it with his perfect life. Covered the cost of our sin through his sinlessness. Priceless. The salvation, the saving grace that Jesus offers us can't be bought. It can't be earned. You can't do enough good for it because it is a gift. It's an unmerited gift of love, pure and simple. And we have a choice with the gift to receive it, to say thank you, and I'll live my life as a thank you note to you, or to say no thank you. It boggles my mind to say no thank you to such an incredible gift. But we do. We refuse. And so we choose to be with God, or we choose to be separated from God now and through eternity. God's priceless love. If you haven't experienced that, just, just give it a try. Step out in faith and say, okay, I'm going to try to, I'm going to say Jesus is Lord and try to claim that and live that. 
You've got nothing to lose. You've got everything to gain. And if you're skeptical, if you're in a place where you're just in a, I don't know about this God's love thing, God's letting me down, just trust and walk and keep trusting and keep walking. And if, you, if Jesus Christ is, in fact, your Lord, keep claiming it every single day. The evil one wants to destroy that relationship. But God has won, and God is on the throne in the person of Jesus Christ, the Trinity, God the Father, Jesus Christ's one and only Son, and we get the power of the Holy Spirit to walk it out each and every day. Priceless love. That's the good news. Let's believe it and let's live it. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, your love is priceless, and I confess that probably every day I, I do things that would indicate that I don't trust your love. I might even turn my back. God, forgive me. Thank you for loving us in spite of those ways that we uh, may not honor you. There's nothing we can do except receive your love, and there's nothing that we can do to turn you from us. Thank you for that unfailing priceless love. And now, as we enter into this time of Holy Communion, God, help us, um, help us come to you with everything we've got. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church. Connecting people with Jesus in the life.